What is going on, everybody? And welcome to a midweek interruption of stupidity. Tyler, how are you doing this week, brother? I'm doing very well. How are you? I, if you have never heard the pregame, what it is, is Tyler and I do a little verbal sparring just to get our minds loosened up. We put it 30 seconds after the show. Go listen to it because I am feeling great, man. I truly am. My life feels really right right now. Truly. The weather outside is perfect. Uh, and, and I'm just, I'm really happy to be here doing this and we're happy to be with the Haitian army. So thank you guys for being here. Okay. Well, I'm happy we started off with the positive stuff, but let's get to this story because I need to make you look like an idiot. Well, here, before we do that, I could just give you something right now. Tyler got a new rap name today. By you got a new rap name. You mean you thought of one for yourself? Yeah. Well, Cause you make it sound like somebody deemed it upon, like somebody that's placed right. the title upon you. They called me to Brooklyn. <laughs> I had to kneel down. They knighted me. Daddy Dedos. That is my, oh, you got Sloppy Poppy, you got Handsome Butterface, uh-huh. you got the N-word. Willy Nilly. Willy Nilly, the mm. original one. Yeah. Um, vocal minority, but- Yeah, to, and not the N-word, the N-word. No, that, not yeah. the actual N-word. Yeah. My rap name is the, the N-word. N-word. Yeah. Right. Um, so, Daddy Dedos is my new rap name, Tyler. I don't know. Daddy, I know, and Dos, I know. What is Dedos? No, Dedos. It's for fingers. Daddy Dedos. So, so you're finger daddy. Well, daddy fingers, cherry pop and daddy, your daddy fingers. Uh, see. Okay. May I ask why I'd rather not get yeah, into Yeah, I didn't think you would. Now, speaking of something else that I'd rather not get into <laughs> is Tyler, when we started doing this, we saw our numbers growing and we said, look, let's give the people more of what they don't want. Let's start doing an extra episode a week. And many sessions were born. And you and I said, Hey, we've traveled the world. We've been in a family seemingly all of our lives. Let's start giving Seemingly. out our stories, right? Yes. Yeah, there's... We came into this thinking we had a million. Sure. And now we've realized, I think we're on like number eight. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is we do have a lot of stories. And when we're at the house and we're having dinner, all these stories pop up. But what we didn't realize is not all of them have good punchlines or would be interesting to you guys. I don't know why we thought we were so interesting. Some of them we can extrapolate in our family for an hour. Because we're drunk. Absolutely. And we were all there participating in it. But with... uh, And they're still kind of boring, to be honest. (laughs) Plus, we're drunk. And and we realize when we sit down in front of these microphones, it doesn't work like that, talking to anybody hearing the sound of my voice. Some of these stories would come out just sounding stupid. Yeah, and just so narcissistic. Yeah, oh yeah. Why would you think that I care about this? And, And I think not only are we all drunk, I think mom was on coke last week. Now, here's the deal. So we're going to have to... It's a problem. And we're going to need to Betty Ford that bitch. So here's the thing, okay? And here's the thing is what I say when I need for my mind to make. I yeah, can't, I, I mean, you did just call our mom a bitch. I can't believe you I did. just said that about my coked up <laughs> yeah. mommy. I feel like Eminem right now. So here's the thing. We may need to transition to a different type of mini sesh in the future. And, and what's great about the show is that we're totally open and we can adapt. I don't want for it to turn into the show. I don't want it to be something where we research and we go out and we do it. I want it to stay organic the way that it is right now, where it's, this is the way that you and I talk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I talk at you and you sit there and just deal with the furnace blast of hot breath. Yeah, yeah. I'm already so, running hot and the temperature is arising in here, Ryan. Now, this is the mini sesh all about Daddy Dedos and the time that he died, okay? So, Tyler, go ahead and set the scene. Tell the Haitian army where we were in this one. Well, this was another traveling story 
where Ryan and I, you all know out there that we have other jobs. A secret job that we don't ever talk about on the show. Secret job. And they took us out to what was called Scamania Lodge in Southern Washington State. Southern Washington State, right up against the the border of Oregon. We flew into Oregon and drove up there. Flew into Oregon. It's right there. Now, when you hear Scamania Lodge, you're probably thinking of like some big cabin with wood paneling and moose's heads everywhere and all of that stuff it's exactly what it was you would be right but it was grand as you could possibly do in those terms our company was laying it on thick they were making all sorts of money at that time thanks a lot covid Mm -hmm. and uh just really doing it big and it was one of the most beautiful places that i have ever been just in terms of it's my particular taste. You got the pine trees. We were on a giant mountain, as in that part of the country, unless I'm mistaken, is known for. What 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 mountain range is that up there? Is that the Rockies? I have no idea. I, I believe that's the Rockies up there through Colorado. We can review. We can review. And everything is on a mountain. And as you would sit on the side of this place, you're looking over this huge valley with railroads and pine trees mm-hmm. and green and beautiful rivers and all that stuff. For me personally, that's as good as it gets, man. Well, make sure that if, again, if you are hearing the sound of my voice, make sure you're watching this on YouTube because I'm going to be putting up some photos of this place and you do not want to miss how beautiful it is. Really Plus, awesome. we need you to support us, okay? That's exactly right, please, because our, our parents don't. So, here's... That's because you keep calling them cokeheads and whores. Well, stop being <laughs> cokeheads and whores, guys, and then I'll stop saying it. This show is all about the truth. It's who they Ryan, support them for who they are. What's the tagline for Fox News? I don't know. Oh, well, I'm shocked. Why would I know that? I don't know. You look like a little Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) So, (laughs) have you never seen Rush Limbaugh? (laughs) Have you never seen what the man looks like? (laughs) Tyler, you know Rush Limbaugh? I do. He did. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Those cigars will get you. So, here's the, yeah, and. Hatred. (laughs) And opiates, Tyler. That's true. So, here's the deal. Um, so we go on this work trip and on this one, we actually went with our father, his wife and their daughter, our Mm, sister, our little, our younger sister. Yeah. So we go on this trip and because Tyler and I weren't left our own devices, much like later on in our work lives, Mm -hmm. we set up excursions. Now there was a zip lining that I believe that we did. Did did we do that or did we blew that one off? We, I remember we planned for the zip line, but I think by the time it came along, nobody wanted to I do it. I think we blew it off. Yeah. I think we were done with all that stuff. So what ended up happening was we did have an excursion to go whitewater rafting, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I've been whitewater rafting more times than I can count, and I know that's such a bloviating thing. Oh, yeah. Peeing in his wetsuit. <laughs> But here's the thing. I have been whitewater rafting. We are famously from Miami. Mm -hmm. Most of it has been down in this region, which is not like the Rocky Mountains. In whitewater rafting, there are certain grades. So I would imagine that is a universal thing, right? Like a, 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 a... a grade four down here is the same as a grade four up there. Within within the United States, I would say yes. That it's makes a sense. universal thing. It's yes. a it's a quantifier. I, absolutely, I would think. Um, yeah, much like grades on a test, you have one through five. I believe it was sure through in terms of severity. Uh, we can review. Uh, maybe that'll be interesting. Maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, this one was unlike anything that I had ever done. I mean, it was. That it was up in the mountains. So as you can imagine, gravity gets a little bit more involved in those situations. Yeah, right? what's, what's up with that? Gravity. 
What's up with that? It's just a theory, Tyler. It's Nobody can prove it is that it's real. It, it is a theory. How about that? <laughs> Look at you being scientific. How about that? <laughs> so these were very intense rapids. And because it was up in such a crazy part of the country, the water was in the 40s. Do I have that correct? Yeah, no, you are absolutely right. It was in high 40s, low 50s, something like that. Now, I have been uh, whitewater rafting a whole bunch of times, but I've never had to wear a wetsuit. I was going to say, all the times that we have been whitewater rafting, it was in the lazy river of whitewater rafting. It was, it was sad. Not sad. It was calm and peaceful. But it's still scary, even when you get into sure. the, the not crazy ones. When the water gets a churning, when it becomes blanco, uh, it can be a, 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 a tense time. Well, churning is the right word, because when you see like a dip in the water and you see it kind of like cycling around itself, you're like, are we about to be swallowed by this river? Well, you know what is so interesting? I went whitewater rafting. I'm trying to remember where I did it recently. I went with- You did it again? I did go back. Are you trying oh, to when die? We, when we were in Tennessee, when we were just recently in Tennessee. Oh, that's right. Our guide on that trip was telling us about the dips and all the different things in the river that causes it to do that, hmm. which is called hydrodynamics, much like aerodynamics. Interesting. Super interesting. Mm -hmm. And I was- annoying the shit out of everybody on that boat because I would not stop asking questions. We've met. Yeah, I know, but too mm. bad for you guys. I paid for this trip too. I'm going to get my money's worth. So it's extremely intense enough to the point where our, our family was very worried about getting into this boat. Absolutely. I was just on the last point so we can move on. The only reason why they were there is because of us. Yep. So you could ask all the damn questions you want. Be a yeah. Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, the problem was there was another family in there too and they're like, oh, we got it. You're a nerd. Well, in terms of them, you could pretend that they're there because of you as well. I just gave them a little push You're and all of a sudden, <laughs> not an issue. You know what I mean? So, it was so intense that our stepmother who i would say is not known for her rugged outdoor skills is that fair to say i don't think any of us are you're the most outdoorsy of any of and us that is saying and something. that is saying something that is because i am willing to sleep in a tent overnight you're a crazy I, person i'm like the the guy on the front of bounty you're <laughs> like the 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 lumberjack in flannel and gay <laughs> secretly it's not so secret buddy <laughs> what what did these paper towels work on other people's semen so our stepmother fell out of the boat pretty immediately. As you are wont to do right. during whitewater rapids. And now what they tell you, if you've never been uh, whitewater rafting, you're probably poor. Go ahead and shut this show <laughs> off. Uh, what they tell you to do is float on your back, eyes up, and feet out. So when you run into a rock, which you inevitably will... Your feet hit first. You could brace for it. You could bend your knees. Mm -hmm. What, Tyler, can you remind me, what did she do? Well, she did. She, like you said, step one, get on your step back. Step one, fall in the water. Get on your, yeah, step one, fall in the water. Check. Check. Step two, uh, look upwards. Check. She did do that. I, it didn't seem to be on purpose, yeah, though. Whatever, whatever. She's like we a turtle. Get, let's give her something. No. And step three, she actually went backwards yeah. and slammed her back. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot step four. Panic. <laughs> Panic. Just arms a-waving. That's right. And she she sat up and her back slammed into a rock. Now, and it wasn't one of those soft rocks that mm -hmm. you guys are all accustomed to. Mm -hmm. This was a rock that you don't take for granted. Uh, and, and she, and- Not uh, all rocks are granite, Ryan. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, uh, and, and our father, I think, handled it pretty well. 
Sure. He sure. had a full-blown panic attack. Oh, I was going to say, you went into shock. The only person more afraid than her was him. <laughs> he was freaking out. You want? He wanted a spear gun to bring yep. her back into the boat. So yep. she slammed into this rock, mm-hmm. which was hilarious because she didn't truly injure herself. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was funny. I mean... Not in the moment. We were waiting to see if she uh, had shattered her spine. And then when she climbed back into the boat and started paddling again, then we started making fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> With her one arm. You're going in a circle. What the fuck? So, now, our guide, because, of course, you're all given guides on these trips, mm-hmm. was, I immediately love this guide. Now, something that you have to know, of the many times that I've been whitewater rafting, something that I've noticed, the people who are guides are a very particular type of person. I, I don't even want to use the catch-all term hippie, but it is what I think would best describe these people. They live in these little tiny rooms. It's not, you're not living a glamorous life by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. A lot of drug use you would imagine is going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of dreadlocks are going on because you would imagine the, the, the standard for cleanliness is not at an all-time high. The hair washing might be a little on the uh, needs to improve section. What's the opposite of up and up? Yeah, it's very much like when we say if you ever find somebody who's deeply committed to the self-help community is somebody who Get the deeply fuck out of needs self-help. You're exactly right. Somebody who commits themselves to a life like this is very much an outdoorsy person who is a very particular kind of way. And not interested in their own personal space. It reminds me of when I was in the band. Yeah. Look, man, if you're super clean, and you don't want to see some guy shit in a bag while you're driving to New York State, don't join a band. What if I'm super clean and want to see somebody shit in a bag? Then just be a roadie. Okay. Then you, you just you can fly home whenever you want. Heard that. So, so this guy, and I don't remember his name. It was something like Stony or so, literally something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Super spiritual. Yeah. I immediately I think it was Weedy. Weedy. <laughs> yes, he was on the cover of a cereal box. Now, super spiritual, super peaceful. I immediately connected with this guy. I think we all did to some degree. Sure. He he just had the right, for lack of a term, vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay? And he let us know very early in this trip, maybe before or after Maria shattered her vertebrae, Mm -hmm. coming up, there is going to be a waterfall. Now, it's kind of intense, so I am going to give you guys the option whether you want to go over it or not. That is your choice. You you recall this time, Tyler? Absolutely, because the moment the choice was given, it was you can either go over this waterfall or right before we get to the waterfall, we're going to pull off to the side of the river and you are going to get off and walk around it. And the moment that was offered... Like breathing or blinking, my hand immediately went up and said, I'm going to walk. I'll go to the waterfall. I'm going to walk. Oh, walk. Yeah, I'm going to walk. You did walk. Nuts. You did walk. Now, the thing that's interesting, as a matter of fact, you said that, our father said that, our sister said that, our stepmom said that. Yeah. I am not a man who likes adrenaline. I would never jump out of a plane. I don't enjoy that feeling. When when adrenaline hits me, you know, 99% of the situations... It's, it's a feeling that I don't particularly enjoy. It's, I agree. I don't seek it out. It's something that causes me to shake. I, I guess everybody, but- I had enough of it as a, as a kid. Growing, oh, up, growing we, up with anxiety, I don't need to go seeking out that feeling anymore. Use the same background again. Boo. Oh, I thought you were saying all to my anxiety. No, I was I'm like, sorry. Hey, it was kind of bad, but thanks, buddy. I just recognized it. Oh, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Man, that's a killer that's photo. That's Tyler's modeling photo. Yeah. If you're listening to this on the podcast, which most of you are, mm-hmm. please go to thoseguysyouhate.com and you will have a direct link 
to our YouTube page. It's Look much- at this idiot wearing a gold shirt with a brown belt and black pants. Black pants and a brown belt. What was I thinking back then? Now the fact what of the matter was I is, thinking? you can go from thosegusyouhate.com to our YouTube page, which it's it could be hard to find us on there if you're just typing it in, and you could see a picture of Tyler as our background right now during his modeling days. Mm-hmm. So I am not a huge fan of adrenaline, and, and I don't know what happened to me that day, but I immediately thought, because it was spiritual out there, I am one, I know I sound like a douche, that likes to commune with nature. Yeah, you you, you super gay dog. Super gay dog. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, you know what, this is an experience that I'm having. I should see it to completion, much like my youth leader, Garrett. So one episode is all that I ask. One episode. Can we go through one episode without you bringing up that very nice man, but he has nothing to do with the show? He was very nice. He was very nice. And I would love to get him on the show and interview him and ask him why the fuck he hasn't called me back in 20 years. Don't it's because I grew this beard, Garrett. It's because you grew up and got all that hair across your face. And I'm going to call the FBI. Now, for whatever reason, I decided I am going to do this. This guy, and I, I even asked, I'm going to call him Stoney. I, I even asked our guide, Stoney, hey, like, what is, is it dangerous? Like, I really want to go, but I'm very nervous about this. And I remember him saying to me, listen, just picture yourself on the other side of the waterfall. He's like, I, I think that it's something that everybody should try at least once in their life. I, I know you could do it. Like, picture it already done. And it is already done. Fuck you, Stony. And I, I just felt that, bro, in my in my soul, in my heart, in my kegels. And I'm like, this guy and I, we are going to do this together. Mm. I'm in. I'm nervous as shit, bro. I'm fuck nervous. I'm scared. I, I I even feel it now, just talking about it. But I'm gonna do this. This is what I'm supposed to do. I feel nothing when I think about it. Now these boats, are, they're rafts. They're whitewater rafts. They can they contain six people. It was us five and then Stony. Mm-hmm. So we finally get it's do or die time. I'm still in. We get to where we're supposed to go. Since you four are getting off, one person is staying on. They switched me onto someone else's boat. Now I'm looking at the waterfall. It's right downstream. And this thing is pretty intense. Do you recall? Yeah, I recall. Oh, okay. Of course I recall. I had a half court view of the entire situation. So they put me on another boat. Now, if I'm going to be totally honest, like I said, this guy is my spirit animal. You know what I mean? Like mm. I, I didn't want to leave him. Mm-hmm. I, I, all of a sudden I'm immediately thinking the moment that they say, uh, all right, you're going to have to get on another boat. My mind is already like, I may have made a mistake here. And you did. And here's the Hindsight. thing. And I'm just going to tell this part of the story again so that you can compare it to the next part. All right, just picture yourself on the other side. You're, you've already done it. Like, this is going to be, you're going to be so happy that you did it. That's the way, the connection that I had with this guy. They then put me on this boat with these people I've never met before and our new guy. Don't remember this guy's name, but he was immediately like, Hey! And I'm just like, dude, this is wrong. This is not right. I have made a mistake, but I'm already too far into it. Uh And they immediately, I'm a young, in-shape guy, even in better shape back then, they put me up at the front of the boat. It's me and another guy at the front of the boat because we're obviously, you know, much like women and children first, we're the most disposable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ain't hard to find another white guy on this planet. Yeah. 
So, and what are you thinking, Tyler? At this time, you're now on foot. You are wa- you walked up to a little bridge almost where you could watch from a bird's eye view this whole thing happen. Yes. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't a bird's eye view. It was off to the side. On one side of this waterfall after the drop, you had everybody, all the onlookers, yep. myself, the family, all the everybody else. On the other side, directly across from me, are the people with the ropes that are there to save people's lives because of how dangerous this shit is. That is exactly right. And you were maybe the third or the fourth boat to get we were the la- over. We were the last boat. The last boat. Right. And so I am watching, and I, each boat that goes over flips, except for the first one. That was it. Is that true? That, I, yes. I don't even remember that. Every single boat flipped except for the first one. The first one over. I, I was having a panic attack at this time. Yes, successful. And that got me all hyped up like, yeah, this looks like people can do it. We got this. Every single boat afterwards flipped. Yes. And I'm thinking, these people are idiots. These people are idiots. Oh, wait, this next one is my family member. Now we're getting ready to go. Now what they tell you is, listen, if this thing flips over, here's the problem. Because it is such a high waterfall, and it was how how I know it would be very hard to put a number on this. How far do you think that was? And I know we'll say what twenty feet, maybe. I would say fifteen to twenty feet. Okay, which does not sound that impressive, but with the amount of water and just sheer force the of force. nature, yeah. it was intimidating to say the very least. So they say because of the force of the water, when it hits hydrodynamics. It causes the churn. Mm-hmm. It, it creates a, a, a circular a, motion. A whirlpool. Like, like a, well, not a whirlpool, because that's spinning from left to right. The water is hitting, which then causes the water to churn like a washing machine backwards. Mm-hmm. So it sucks you back into where the water is coming down. Now, that is very dangerous. So if you fall in, you tuck yourself into a ball and make yourself as dense as possible so you can pop right out back the middle. If you get stuck in that churn, you could end up dying. Sounds great, Ryan. Terrifying. Yeah. I'm very, yeah. very I'm very, very scared at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you should be. So we are going up. We're going up to the waterfall and we go over. And as we go over, we immediately go over. Now here's the problem. Flip over. We flip over. Mm-hmm. And we never had a shot. We never had a chance. No, 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 no. Like the moment that the edge of the boat went over open air and basically the entire yeah. thing just started to teeter. All of a sudden my guide was 10 feet in front of me <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing over here? Uh, and so we go over. Now they tell you crunch up into a little ball, right? The problem that they don't, you know, take a big breath of air and crunch up into a little ball. They didn't tell you to take a big breath of air. They said, make sure you crunch up into a little ball. They don't tell you that before you go over, you're going to gasp because of how terrifying Fucking it is. Gasp, I went, when i hit that water i had no air whatsoever so now i'm supposed to go into a ball but my 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 human instincts are to get up to the top of the water bold move cotton i I need to get out of here Mm -hmm. okay yeah and i remember one thing that really set everybody off was when i before this was before you went over i asked our guide everybody was standing next to each other i said hey uh, if somebody goes down there and just doesn't come up what happens to them? Like, what do you do? And he just looked at me and just shrugged his shoulders. Wow. Basically saying, like, they're dead. Yeah. They're, what are you going to do? And, We're not diving in after them. And people had died there before. I don't know that to be true, but I, 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 I just I was like, I don't remember that. Tyler, I'm trying to tell a good story here, but I guarantee it, dude. I, I Without knowing, I guarantee <laughs> if it. If not, I will go kill somebody there right now. So it was one of those circumstances where 
you go into the everybody's watching i know before i go over i mean there's got to be a hundred people that are watching Mm -hmm. everybody has gone even the people who went over the waterfall we're the last boat so everybody is watching so we go over a lot of pressure i get caught literally i get caught in the churn i have no air in my lungs okay i start to panic i can't get to the top I try to do the crunching into a ball thing, but I realize I'm not going to, even if it does spit me out the bottom, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So I am there for what feels like forever. It really was about as close to death as I have ever been in my life, aside from that guy who tried to kiss me in Canada. So as I'm down there just floating under the water with with everything just churning around me, literally, as I, I don't know, I, I guess it's just one of those crazy moments. All of a sudden, I feel something hit me in the shoulder and literally wrap around my neck. And it was one of those bags filled with rope from one of the guys. It wrapped around my neck. I wouldn't have grabbed it. Mm-hmm. And, and it was from one of the guys who worked there. Mm-hmm. I grabbed onto it, and he pulled me out. Mm. Now, what, what is your thought process as I have gone over and under? Well, to grandmother's house we go. Well, relativity is always a fun uh, a fun prism to filter things through. So the, the entire thing probably took, um, I don't know, uh, 10 seconds, if that. Oh, I, I could be wrong, but I think I was under the water for more than 10 seconds. I really do. That's the whole thing about relativity. I couldn't tell. Who knows? And I thought you had died, and I went into full-blown shock. Like, I've dealt with shock lots of times in my life due to anxiety and depression. But this was... Full blown. This is the good shit. Full blown. Uncut. Uh, uh, skin went totally pale yeah. white. I lost all color in my body. This probably tells you a little something about me. My mind is immediately going into cover your embarrassment mode, which is crazy. But also, at like, I'm smiling and I'm like, but inside, I am dying. Yeah. Okay. I am filled to the mother elfin brim with adrenaline and fight or flight, my body's about to die chemicals, mm-hmm. I'm literally shaking. My legs are shaking. I can't keep my feet flat on the floor because they are doing the Elvis of thing. Of course, of course. Like, God, like your body's basically screaming, we have dealt with all your torture you've put us through from within. We're not ready to deal That's with it, it from without. My pancreas <laughs> is packing up and it's going to someone else's body because this is bullshit. Now, I look back at you. I give you the thumbs up like, ah, this is all part of it, but I am pooping out my skeleton. <laughs> At this point. What was my face like when you turned back to look Dude, at me? Your eyes were the size of, uh, uh, were you crying? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, um, I went into shock, yeah. and then after you came out of the water, I began to cry. Dad, dad, Even dad was consoling me. Dad was, dad looked so fucked up. Uh, I think I think Maria was getting her hair done. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. I'm, 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 I'm joshing Maria you. Maria had a glass of wine yeah. in her hand. She's like, it'll be fine. That's all she said all day. I was like, get me back to the, the lawn so I can drink, you idiots. Where's the floating bar? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Maria. I need to nurse this broken spine. Now, here's what I found out afterwards, because these mini sessions, it, you can't just tell the stories like, I almost died. Oh, wow, you're so cool. Yeah, It has to have a payoff. Here's the payoff to this one. The day that we went whitewater rafting, we found out afterwards was, legally speaking, the first day that you could brave those rapids because of snow melting and feeding into the river. It was so high Literally hours before that, that you legally were not allowed to go into that water. And to quantify how high this water is, it's water. It it moves. So there's got to be a smidge of, I guess it's safe enough. It's not a constant. (laughs) It's not a constant. We don't go and measure how much snow melted that night. That's what I'm saying. And it's just like, 
Yeah, today seems good. You got to pick a day. Today seems good. Let's do it. It's like in Georgia where they're like, you can have sex with women when they are uh, 14. Let's yeah. just say 14. <laughs> so <laughs> arbitrary, I say. You look fine. Yeah, yeah she's fine. fine. So, so I found that out after I had done it. It is literally the most dangerous day that I could legally have done it. Plus. No, the added bonus. Plus <laughs> the guy whose boat I got onto. Yeah, Mr. Woo guy. Mr. Pucker my butthole with your enthusiasm, mm -hmm. which is usually a good thing. Almost had as much intensity as the waterfall. Literally his first time ever doing it. He was a trainee and I was his training dummy. And and he had never done it before. And, and I was just part of their evil plot. To make this kid better. Now that we are, or maybe to thin the herd. That's exactly right. Uh, now that we're discussing it and now that we're really breaking it down, do you think we could have had some kind of lawsuit on our hands? Like, how dare you get me all nice, safe, and secure with this one man and then just ship me off to this person and not tell me. Disclose that information, Stoney. That he's an amateur. Stoney, you got it. We connected, bro. We, we did everything besides kiss. Stoney, how could you lie to me? Uh, if that is your real name. I trusted you. And never trust a stony, Tyler. <laughs> That's actually true. And I, I just, it, it was, when I found that out, it just added to the story like that was not real. And I will tell you this, again, not an adrenaline guy, don't want to go bungee jumping, don't want to go skydiving, don't want to do anything but just, uh, getting in my car is an extreme sport. I, I would skydive before I bungee jump. F that. I don't think bungee jumping is a thing anymore. I have not heard of somebody bungee jumping in many a year. But <laughs> I, I, I am know. glad that I did it. Would I ever do that again? F no, I yeah. never would. I have the experience. I could tell you about it. We're doing it right now. I'm glad that I did it because it made me part of who I am today. With that being said, would I ever do it again? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. We live to tell the story. And on the bus ride home, dude, Tyler, Tyler laid down in, if you can't hear me on the podcast, I'm doing air quotes, went to sleep. You were just in shock lying down. We didn't have enough seats for everybody. We gave you your own seat <laughs> so you could just <laughs> freaking <laughs> trauma out. I don't think it was... Through the kindness of people's heart, they gave me my own seat. I just think nobody wanted to sit next to I me. I was scared. <laughs> it's like when I was in the band and I it was my first time ever admitting to myself, I'm going to have a seizure tonight. Yeah. Beds are hard to come by when you're on tour. They're like, take the bed, bro. That's yeah. That is all you. Yep, yep. Foam away, my friend. Yeah, when that happened, I my brain was basically just like, okay, how are we going to restart this system? They're just like restarting from the ground up. I yeah. was so in shock. Yep. And that's our brotherly love that we share together that we try to broadcast on this show Twice a week, baby. Mm -hmm. And that is our mini sesh, that time that Ryan died. Yeah. And dismounting off of that, ladies and gentlemen, please go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Subscribe to everything. Subscribe on all your screens. And there is a little handy-dandy microphone uh, button at the bottom right. Uh, click on that and leave us a beautiful little voicemail. You know what I, You know what? maybe the evolution of these mini sessions could end up being? Mm. What if, you know, members of the Haitian army sent us in their... their crazy stories. And you, I would love that. And you and I read them to each other and commented on them and, and made fun of the people who sent them in, Please, which is we, our signs of love. We should start promoting that. Please write in and give us some kind of kooky story. Give us a shameful admission. We've oh. always wanted shameful admissions from our audience. I would audience. love the Haitian Army shameful admissions. And thank you guys so much for being here. I know we're always joking around, but I hope you guys feel the love that we're trying to 
cast off and just give out through this audio and visual medium. Mm -hmm. Go over to those guys you hate.com so you can go onto YouTube and support Tyler's work, man. Tyler's been grinding it out over here for you guys. Much like a stripper at just a terrible hole in the wall, uh, you know, the Porthole Pub. Up I in told Broward you County. to stop making fun of my C section. The Porthole Pub is a strip club up here in Broward County that the. The strippers put money in a jukebox before they go up on stage. <laughs> There's C-section scars and bullet holes as far as the eye can see. I heavily recommend it. I was about to bring up Bare Necessities, which is down here, but you just beat me, bro. A little you just beat me. jukebox DJ. <laughs> we are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. Sup, dog? All around. How you doing, player? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, good. I have absolutely nothing for warming up, so I'm going to throw the ball at you, brother. What <laughs> is your favorite ice cream? Men chocolate chip ice oh, cream. We talked about this on yeah, an episode or two ago. Mother flicker. Uh, what else is going on, Tyler? Anything new in the interesting world of handheld video games? Okay, I'm ready now. Handheld? I don't know. Um, let me think of something interesting. Come on, Ryan, you can do this. I've thought of something interesting. Go. I have thought, and it might be true, you know how my handwriting is really bad? Trash, yep. What if I'm left-handed? And they force me to write with my right hand. Well, first of all, left-handed people don't exist. I think that we all know that to be true. Okay? <laughs> Our grandmother was left-handed, and they thought the devil was in her. And, and get, they, out of the, get out of her, devil! And, and you were right. Yeah. If you ever saw her angry, that's totally true. Yeah. Um... No, seriously, my son's grandfather on the other side doesn't believe in left-handed people. <laughs> he thinks that it's not it's, true. It's, so, it's like mom believing that people can actually see things in their mind. <laughs> now that I'm not sure. Or excuse me, that people can't see things in their mind. I'm on the fence on that one. Um, yeah, what if I'm just left-handed? Or you just never put in the time to be good at writing. I focus on what I'm doing here. What yep. if I'm just left-handed? Uh, Is it possible that I, they just gave me the pen in my right hand and... Forced me to write that way, and I'm actually lefty. I guess anything is possible, right? Okay, well, that was a warning. Just some things are stupid. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hold on. Hold on one second. You gotta have something. You, you throw it to me, and then you give me nothing. What you're saying is, here's the thing about writing, here's okay? Here's the thing. When people think you're either just born a good writer, you know, as far as script, as far as letters go, if you really think about it, letters are just little pictures that you're drawing that symbolize a sound. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes. So, much like any type of art, any type of drawing, some people are going to be better at it than others, but you can practice and get better. I think that people who are bad at writing just don't give a shit about it. Now, now you may be less likely to be good at it than somebody who's good at it. But I think the interesting... I think the interesting uh, viewpoint here is what if I was just taught the, to write with the wrong hand, not, hey, maybe I'm just bad at writing. That's not very interesting to the audience. Okay, but so let me say this. Do you think that I could teach myself to be good at writing with my left hand? I don't think you could teach yourself to be as good, but I- I think that's I, fair. I certainly could be wrong. Yeah, I, I, I opt to believe that to be the truth. Mm -hmm. Tyler, 
I know this is boring to everyone out there. Have but you ever jerked off with your offhand? It's weird. Constantly. It feels weird. There is no such thing as an offhand. <laughs> sometimes I go here. That's sometimes exactly I go right. here. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> sometimes I'm feeling like a southpaw. Sometimes I'm feeling like a normal jab. Do you ever jerk off standing over a mirror? Just cr- crouching over I, a mirror? I've, I've done one standing in front of it, but oh, I've, yeah. never, I've never done it. It makes me feel more like a man when I'm standing in front of one. I feel like, and maybe we've gone off into a ditch here. <laughs> this is pre-game. We can do whatever we want. This is pre-cum. But, uh, now that's off a now, ditch. Now, if I look at myself jerking off into a mirror, is that gay? No. Is that gay? No, it's you. I got a sweet old dick, brother. I got a sweet old dick, and I... I, I think it turns me on. Now, am I being turned on by my own dick or by the knowledge that I am, I, I could see the pleasure that I'm having? Uh, both. But you're definitely being turned on by your own penis, which is gay. <laughs> that is gay. That is gay. I, I'm telling you, if somebody mm. would just push the, my back, like as if you were trying to close an overly filled suitcase, I could get it in my mouth, dude. Is that gay? It would snap your spine in half. Is that gay? <laughs> and then you would choke on your own penis because you couldn't get back Listen, up. Listen, if I'm going to go down, I want to go down like this. Uh, very quickly, and this is bad. Wow, bad. that was sophomoric as we've ever done. Bad, bad radio. That was it's sophomoric so as terrible. we've ever done. If this is your first time hearing the show, go fuck yourself. Thankfully, it's at the very end. Yeah. Let's get it all out now because we can't be doing this during the normal episode. I know that nobody is interested in this at all, but it is 100% the truth. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about it a lot, but I'm feeling this this surge of just like really, I, I have always believed in this show. I, I really have. I feel like we're doing it because we're supposed to be doing it. I know that's grandiose and just abhorrent in, in nature. I would go as far as to say that it calls to us. This For is sure. something that very much calls to us. Well, like we've said many times, we have been doing this show for a long time before we ever started doing the show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were training our whole lives without even realizing it. The numbers are, yes, our trauma has been our, our master. Well, I meant the back and forth between us, but the trauma definitely added to it. Which is based solely on trauma, <laughs> that's, Tyler. That's totally true. Our relationship that's... is just a, 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 a breathing technique through words. But what I'm saying is the trauma is a spear. You and I, over very many years, have taken a whetstone and sharpened and honed that spear and learned how to use it like a weapon. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we just kind of inflicted upon people who happen to be in our general jurisdiction and ourselves <laughs> self-flagellation to the max baby but here is what i'm talking about and i have felt this rising excitement that is now just in the background of my life our numbers keep and i know that this isn't interesting to anybody unless you consider yourself to be part of the haitian army now i know that a lot of people, I speak for myself, you and I love the Dan Lebitard Show, which is a podcast of a journalist from down here in South Florida, and there's an element, go ahead, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 that's okay. I was just going to say somewhat sports, but then my brain told me that's not really relevant. Yeah, so nonetheless, there's part of it where as they've become more and more popular, I've rude that situation because I think of them as my own. I want them to yourself. I don't yeah. want them to be popular. It's They're my mine. thing. I'm a fucking <laughs> podcast hipster to the fullest extent. Well, and the thing is, is that they are able to do this so much more now because they've gotten so popular. Sure. So it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, but I know exactly what you're talking They're about. They're doing big things and it's really incredible. And 
nobody gives a shit about this, but I find the show to be less enjoyable now than I did when they were part of the machine. I, I the ESPN machine. I don't know why. Well, it's like a Howard Stern There's situation. So much filler, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me just say now, we're coming for you, Lebetard. Uh, You're number one now, but we're coming for you. We're number two. Uh, we, number I, two. I would suggest shutting this off and going and listening to Lebetard. They're, They're great. Way better than we are. They're great. I, I'm just throwing stones from inside ha- of a glass shanty. Half of the, <laughs> not that one, but half of the references we make on this show is about that show anyway. You're my brother. It's, it's so ridiculous. But I think the fact that we're so open about it, I think is great. Yeah, yeah. I, we, we don't pretend like we made it up. I For mean, sure. In a lot of ways, this is like a tribute podcast to that podcast. Very much so. So, uh, yeah, we're a cover band. So <laughs> And a shitty one at that. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I actually believe much like them, which is a sports podcast, but I think has actual morals baked into the bread of the show. I think this show has good morals involved in an undercurrent of being good to one another. So Absolutely. the purpose that I bring that up, and again, I know illusions of grandeur all over the mother effing place, but the fact of the matter is, if you see some of that, if you feel like this show has helped you in any way or could help somebody that you know, because I know it's a lot easier to see it in other people. The idea that this is growing, I think, is a really beautiful thing. And I think that this is entertainment where instead of just, you know, insulting people and having that TMZ mentality of I gotcha, we're kind of going in a different way. And maybe this thing growing could end up being something super positive. Maybe not. For sure. I mean, it is counterculture to the extent that a lot of the culture these days wants to go negative. Sure. We want to go positive with a skew of- In the most negative way of, possible. Of ridiculousness <laughs> and dick jokes. Yeah. But the core foundation of the show is acceptance and love. You mother bleepers. Yeah, nobody loves you except for us. So That's uh, true. I, I'm just really excited, man. And it is coloring- my day in terms of just like there's this growing excitement in the background that's becoming more and more to the forefront this isn't something that just overnight turned into an international sensation absolutely this is something that you and i have been grinding out for a long time and Mm -hmm. i think you and i are both to some degree shocked at how dedicated we are to this because you and i aren't dedicated to shit yep very true sorry very very true sorry son uh all right Let's uh let's thank you guys for being along with yeah, us. Yeah, you man. should have been more like the show, buddy. If, he would have loved you more. If you guys are, you know, listening to this mini sesh this deep into the pregame, we really appreciate you and we hope that we could do some big things soon. So let's uh let's I'm gonna have sex with at least five of you. That's it. I don't want <laughs> I, I don't want to talk to you anymore.